0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're going to head out to the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. And uh, this man was a three-time all-star, had a really solid uh and uh, a great career here with the San Diego Padres, uh, had his best years here in a Padre uniform, he uh, still calls San Diego home, all around a good guy, and I really mean that. Is one of the nicer guys I've ever dealt with uh, in the Padre organization over the long uh, time I've been involved with them. and that is uh, Heath Bell joins us on 97.3 The Fan, how we doing Heath?
1: Eh, not too bad, Coach. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Hey, uh, for the for the fans out there, uh, kind of catch us up a little bit. I know. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're doing it right now, but I know you've been coaching a lot of baseball out in the community the last few years.
1: Well, the last couple of years, I well, I retired, and then my son wanted to uh, before he got into high school and wanted to do travel ball, and I was all for it, and then you know my wife convinced me you know if we do travel ball we, then we can dictate when we go on vacation and when we we don't and we can have some tournaments in like arizona when we want when we want to go to spring training and watch some of my ex-teammates or friends and go to you know like a trip to las vegas they always have baseball tournaments out there so i did that for a little bit i actually stopped coaching this past year started a business with a friend a cold brew coffee company it's called seven cold brew but then My kid's in high school now at Poway High School. He made the JV team as a freshman. Uh, pretty excited, pretty proud of him. And um, I throw batting practice to the (laughs) JV kids and some of the varsity kids once in a while.
0: How's that arm working these days? Still uh, working pretty good? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I could probably pitch in the big
1: leagues right now. But don't ask me to cover, you know, first base or run very far because I haven't really ran or sprinted anytime soon. But I can still throw the ball.
0: Oh, that's good stuff. Heath Bell, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, you're still living here in San Diego. Uh, Tell me uh, your thoughts early on about this Padre ball club, just kind of overall what you're saying.
1: Uh, Well, you know, I was was kind of excited. You know, baseball's getting started. I'm starting off before spring training, and then, you know, they went out and got Machado, and it was like, wow, they're really going to make, you know, a splash, and they're really going to do something. But it was still kind of skeptic. But when they brought um, Tatis Jr. out of spring training and they were basically like, look, we want to put a team on the field to win now. We're don't. we we're not going to wait and put him in the minor leagues for a couple weeks and then call him up. You know, he's ready now. And, and with the starting rotation and the bullpen, I just feel like, you know, the Padres are one of those teams to be reckoned with. But I think in the baseball world, everybody's like, OK, the Padres are off to a good start. Kind of fell off a little bit on this last week at home. You know, that's still the same old Padres, but I, I'm pretty sure by the end of the year we're going to be there. We're going to be in first place. I know we're in second right behind. I think it's the Dodgers right now. But it's so early to kind of play, oh, you in first, you're in second. You know, um, but I'm really excited with the Padres. You know, the, the excitement that the p- players are bringing, you know, with Kensler and Machado and Eric Hosmer and, and the, all bunch of the young guys, the junior. And it's just – it's really exciting to see – how these guys are gelling and and meshing together. And, um, you know, I was really excited to watch them on the road come home. I got a chance to go out there, and they actually won when I was there.
0: So I didn't go there early in the
1: season or early in the homestand. But, you know, it was one of those things. I feel like if you're going to play bad baseball, or I didn't really think they played bad baseball. Let me rephrase that. When you're going to lose maybe a losing streak, I'd rather do it at home because you get to sleep in your own bed get comfortable. Sometimes you go to a city for four days or three days and you lose all games and you're like, Oh great. Now I got to go to a different city or whatnot. So I'm, I'm really excited and really passionate about these projects more than I have been in a long time. Cause I feel like the 2010 team that I was involved with, we were a bunch of no namers and nobody really knew about us except for maybe me and Adrian hmm. and they, we really went off and did well, but you know, we, we had big names. We got, uh, Myers we got Hosmer we got Machado now we got uh Patrice Jr. I mean we got some names and before you know it by the end of the year we're gonna probably you know they'll know some of our starters by the end of the year I just don't want to you know jinx anything and say you know this guy or that guy but I really believe that we have something building here with Darren Bosley I've talked to him lately about our starting rotation and how talented they are and as soon as they really learn how to pitch in the big leagues and as soon as they like You know, as we call it or as I call it, you do your homework about every single hitter, about every single scenario, the sky's the limit for these guys.
0: So I'm really excited. We're uh, visiting with uh, former great closer of the Padres, three-time All-Star Heath Bell, joining us uh, today on the SDCCU uh, Fan Hotline. You know, bring up uh, Darren Ballsley And Darren ballsley has been here a long time, Heath. And, you know, I, I remember the conversations early on when you came here. You and I talked about your experiences with the Mets. Uh, that was your first organization in pro ball. And you were up, you were down. Uh, you know, you didn't really know where your career was headed. You were either uh, up for a day or two, then back down to AAA. You get traded to San Diego, and your career really took off because you got more of an opportunity. But could you also talk a little bit about – why Darren Ballsley is so uh, good and why so many people, uh, you know, give him uh, tremendous reviews? I think it's it's one of those things. Ballsley goes
1: out there and he knows how hard it is to pitch in the big leagues.
0: And, you know, it's just one of those
1: things. As when I came over here, he was like, you know, you had a pretty good year last year. You, paid, you played in 35 games with the New York Mets, five of them you gave up runs, 30 you didn't. You could double that. You'd be fine. <laughs> so, that, so, as a, so as a pitcher, it was like, So I can give up runs 10 times this year, and you'll put me in, in, you know, because I'll have like um, 30 or 60 games with no runs, 10 games with runs. And so it's 70 games, so I'll be able to stay here all year. You know, it's that confidence that, look, I know you're going to give up some runs. You know, nobody's perfect here. Just go out there and do your best and give me your best every single time, and I'll help you along the way. And he's also one of those guys that just, you know, I remember in spring training, I was struggling and it was spring training and, you know, it was early, but, you know, I was always keeping myself at a, you know, a high level. And, you know, he knew I was frustrated. I think it was my third outing. I haven't had a clean inning yet. And he came over and said, He you're a smart pitcher. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. And literally walked off and didn't say anything for another week or two. And it just kind of like, okay, I can do this. This is fine. He's got confidence. I'm not, it's not like he's worried in me at all. And he just gives you that confidence, and he he's a great teacher as in he doesn't say, look, you need to do this, this, and this. He's like, look, these are the things that you need to work on, and you need to you know, ex- succeed. You're really good. You're really talented, but that only carries you so far. You need to do this. And then if you don't do that, he's not like, see, I told you so. He's, he literally, Baron Ballsley goes out and goes, yeah, okay, so you did this good, did this bad, now we need to work. We need to keep working on the good things, but we also need to refine the bad things. Like, say you got behind, you threw too many fastballs. All right, next time we go out there, you got to make sure that you don't throw too many fastballs. But he doesn't come off as um, like a mean or a jerk or a know-it-all. He just comes off as like one of your buddies, one of your pals. That, and he, and I believe every player, especially every coach, believes Darren Ball is in your corner no matter what. If you got called up and down with the Padres and I wasn't part of that, but I know some guys had. And Darren Baldy was always in your corner. You always felt like he was in your corner and he's like, Look, this is the situation. You know, um, we got some guys hurt or we did we need to send you down, it sucks. But this is the reason why, and he never like sugarcoated it or you know, lied to you, as we would say. He just told you exactly the truth. You know, or like, hey, you need to get your fastball down. As soon as you get your fastball down, you come back up here and you stay up here. So you go down to AAA and you work on the things that he tells you to work on. You come back and you're even that much better. So he's just – Darren Ballsley's – the Padres are so smart for keeping him around for such as long as as they have. I mean, I would never give up him if I was a Padre owner or GM. I would – whatever he wanted, you're staying here, bud. (laughs) Because, <laughs> you know, you're one of the best pitching coaches around, and I don't think he gets that much credit because he's in San Diego. You know, if he was in New York, if he was in Boston, L.A., everybody would be talking about him. You know, he, uh, he's he, in San Diego here, we all just hang out.
0: Well, you know, I think the other thing with Darren Ballsley, he's uh, anything but a self-promoter. He just wants to go out there and do his job, and he wants to be a padre for life.
1: And and Darren Ballsley doesn't want the notoriety. That's also another thing, like kind of what you said, he's not going to go out there and look what I did with Jake Peavy. Look what I did with, you know, he fell. Look what I did with this guy or that guy. No, he, he's like, no, he fell did that. Uh, Jake Peavy did that. Trevor Hoffman did that. You know, I didn't do that. I was just here along for the ride. And I think that's another reason why the players, it we like him so much and he helps us so much because it's not Darren Bolesley and the pitching staff. It's the pitching staff and, Ballsy's like, hey, I'm just over here. I'm a, I'll be behind the window. Like, I'll be inside. You don't need to talk about me. Go talk about those guys out there.
0: Yeah, no question about well, that. Hey, Heath, I, I wanted to get your uh, your thoughts. Uh, you mentioned Totich Jr. earlier, but give me your thoughts on him. I mean, I – you know, you know me. I've been in the ballpark and live and die baseball, and I've been watching baseball a long time. Watching this young kid for me, uh, uh, it just puts a smile on my face. And, and try to envision where he's going to be in two or three or four years after he gets some seasoning under his belt.
1: Well, you know, the
0: excitement that he's is he's putting out there, and how much fun he's
1: playing—it's so fun to see. You know, especially when guys are young and. You know, guys like my age now in the 40s, you know, if we go out there and we pull around, you'll see how much fun we have because we feel like we're 20 years old again, even though we (laughs) don't run as fast or throw as hard or hit the ball as far. But what he brings is something what, like, I think the game is missing, baseball is missing. You got a lot of, you know, like uh, the showmanship and the bat flips that I don't have a big issue with. But when you're doing it, like you uh, pre-plan stuff or you're arrogant, you know he's just confident. He's going out there and having fun, and it's fun to see him do that. He's not, well, I'm just doing it. And I don't care if I show anybody else up. It's not that. You know, you can see a respect. You know, when he plays, there there's respect there. But you see that he's just having fun, and if he does something, and I don't think he's done a huge bat flip, but let's just because everybody talks about the bat flips, if. If he does a backflip, it would just be the spur of the moment. It wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to show that pitcher up because he threw me one pitch inside, and now I'm going to take him deep or he hit me last pitch or, you know, whatever the reason that a lot of guys say. It looks like he's just having fun out there, and I feel like it makes Machado have fun and Myers have fun and Eric Cosmer and just everybody down the road. It's just like everybody's having a good time. Even when the season started, I know he got a hit right away, and then he didn't have some hits for a while. But he didn't give up, and that's what—that's another good trait to see a young guy do. He's not giving up, not getting frustrated, just going out there having quality at bats. And before you know it, he's starting to hit. His batting average is starting to rise, and you know it's not everybody's like, "Well, is he going to hit? Is he not going to hit?" So you know, I think he's going to be one of those players that's going to last for a very long time. And I'm really excited to see where where he's going to be, like mid June and July.
0: Heath Bell, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan, uh, finally. Your thoughts on Chris Paddock, uh, I assume that you've seen him pitch once or twice, haven't you?
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen him pitch once or twice. I like the, the hat and the hair. <laughs> you, know? I, you know what? It's kind of, I didn't talk Pacific about with Darren Ballsey with him, but I feel like, and I used to say it all the time to my kids, they're like, yeah, why do you go to the ballpark so early? And I was like, because i got to do my homework. And they're like, what are you doing homework? Well, i got to study every single hitter. And then as, like, my son got older, I said, look, there's hitters that do tentative things. Like I always said, Manny Ramirez was one of those guys. He'll swing really bad his first two bats on curveballs. He knows if the at late inning guys have a good curveball. Just so when he gets up in the late inning, and there's no guarantee he's going to get up, he's going to sit on that breaking ball. So there's guys with different batting average and different tendencies, their first five innings to the last four innings. And if you, as long as you learn your homework and you know what guys will do, some guys just turn on the ball late in the game. Some guys will go the other way that are pull hitters late in the game. If you do your homework, I think if Paddock does his homework and learns the hitters, you know, the sky's the limit for him.
0: Hey, Heath, good to hear from you. I look forward to seeing you at the ballpark one of these nights. I'm glad you're in San Diego. I'm glad the family's doing well, and uh, thanks, and I look forward to doing this again with you, buddy. Yeah, no
1: problem. I'll definitely if you're out there, I'll try to say hi to you because I'm going out there, you know, on Star Wars
0: night. Oh, yeah. nice! That'll I'm be great. I'm out there that
1: night. Oh, I know. You see the Yoda backpack on my back?
0: Yeah, I Just know. You're you're running around there. Hey, you know what? Eat the cheese, cheesecake or something. You well. never know. Yeah, I remember the first time I actually met you. I was, we were at the fair together and uh, I was speaking and, and you were out in the crowd eating an ice cream and you, you always were great with the fans, uh, Heath. I got to tell you, you were always the best. Uh, I remember the night I, we, we, you came down to that Mexican restaurant with your mom and dad and we handed out street tacos. We had a lot of fun when you were here in San Diego. <laughs>
1: Well, I appreciate it. I have a lot of fun. I just try to enjoy life, and I mean, it was it was a dream come true to play for the major leagues, and then even a dream to play for the Padres since I was born down here in San Diego. It was just one of those things. I mean, I grew up in Orange County, but San Diego was just, when I got off the plane, when I got traded from the Mets, it was like, I got off the plane, and I just was like, I feel like I'm home, and you know, I wanted to stay here, and I moved my family here, It's just awesome, and I love going through the stands, and I get recognized occasionally, but the fans have always been great, as in they don't bug me, but they're like, hey, Heath, you're awesome. High five, whatnot. But if I'm with my family, they just kind of give me a nod, maybe a little shout-out. But um, it's just fun. I love going to the Padre games and walking around, and you know, I still like eating ice cream and stuff. I just can't (laughs) eat as much as I used to. Oh,
0: that's great. Well, hey, uh, uh, enjoy the day, and uh, thanks again for the time. Anytime. Take care. There you go. Uh, Heath Bell uh, joining us on the SDCCU uh, fan hotline. You can nominate SDCCU Best Credit Union in the Union Tribune. A reader's poll daily at SDCCU.com slash nominate San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's uh, better. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.